Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You guys, Meatball's back. I waited all week to find out if Meatball's back. Guess who's back? <laughs> back again. Meatball's back. Tell your friends. Tell your spaghetti. <laughs> spaghetti. Tell your marinara. How about Meatball turning into kind of a key player in this week's episode? Yes. I keep, well, I feel like he is like a, someone who has a near-death experience and wants to become a better person as a result of the process. Like, I saw everything I could have lost. And I he's like, to, now I'm back to uh, to shed some light on this world. Right, to tell you, I, Meatball, can spread some light through this world. I feel like I can't think of him as being Meatball without seeing him as, like, the Hamburglar. Like, he feels very, is this, is this the right word? Like, uh, uh, amorphous? No, what's that word in what? What's the word Anthrop- when you turn... Like a meatball turned in anthropomorphization. Yeah, anthropomorphization. Anthrop- Anthropomorphized. Meatball. <laughs> Anthropomorphism. Yeah. But no, I know what you mean. Like you um, picture a human Michaela, meatball. we would like an anthropomorphized version of meatball <laughs> in a drawing, please. Michaela owes us several drawings. Yeah, Michaela, where's the drawing of our rough marriage? Where's the drawing of my tears? Yeah, watering, uh, <laughs> landing in a a plate of spaghetti with meatball on yeah. it. I would like that, please. Like that artistic rendering to hang up in my bachelor pad. <laughs> <laughs> that bachelor pad is also a house that I own. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bachelor pad for me and Ranger Dog. Oh, Ranger Dog? You know who Ranger doesn't hold a candle to? Rambo. Rambo. Oh my God, I have a lot to say about Rambo. I would like for you to take one of Ranger's toys on one of your hinge dates. <laughs> And be like, this is from my dog, Ranger. <laughs> he needs it right now, but I took it. Look, I have this foot from the toy in my suit pocket. <laughs> Not only times. do I have the duck, I have the duck foot. <laughs> right. Rambo really wants his cancer duck right now and his owner, but I flew to Paris instead to be on a reality show. As someone who had a freakishly close relationship with her dog, I gotta say, on the one hand, I get it. Uh, I would never have left Eloise. Well, that's just it. I get the first part. I get the, like, I'm so attached to this dog. I'm upset about him having cancer. Right. But, like, then what are you doing here, Right. Why are sir? you leaving? Yeah, what What the fuck? Yeah, come on, Hayden. I Rambo. I know. Like, well, then you should have just stayed home. Well, and then, and especially, like, I feel like it's a better story if you actually like the women, but you're just there to, like, be a dick. And right. then, like... I feel like Rambo, if I were Rambo, I'd be like, what the fuck? Right. Why'd you do this? Yeah. yeah right. Like, Why are you going just to be a dick on national you TV? You had to watch my head cave in. <laughs> oh, God. It's a very vivid image. He brought yeah. that Shutterfly album. <laughs> you can see if you flip it fast enough, you can see his head slowly caving Ooh. in. Oh, boy. So, yeah, we got those are really the things I wanted to hit this week. I think we're done. That's Ra- it. Meatball and Rambo. Uh, but we've got an hour to fill, supposedly. Um, you got some shout outs? Yeah, we got we got a number of shout outs. Yeah, of course uh, the Insta is heating via up. Yeah, the Insta. I will start from uh, Anna, and I'm going to say Anna since it's spelled the same as my name, sure. but it's Anna Svensson. Ooh, Anna Svensson. Oh, from Sweden. Big summer Big blowout. Summer blowout. Big summer blowout. It could be Anna and Elsa. <laughs> Love is an open door, Anna. Also, I have no idea if she is Swedish at all, but her last name is Finson. Oh, yeah, she's Swedish for sure. Is that Ma- emailing is us, a messaging us? of privacy to give someone's full name Is it on, on her Insta? 
Yes, it is. Okay. I think it's okay then. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, Anna. Sorry if you get doxxed and cyber-stalked. Anna, we don't know your last name from Sweden. She had some insider information from Sweden. <laughs> Sweden's where all the hot bachelor goss starts out. In Sweden, two bachelors date you. <laughs> uh, it's true. In Sweden, apparently they have done uh, two bachelors for the past two seasons, she says. The Europeans are really just ahead of the curve. No wonder the Swedes are so happy. And They're just so happy I would like to get your uh, take on these two bachelors. Oh, okay. What's your initial, just your initial gut reaction? Oh, okay. So I am looking at one dude has longish hair, a little bit of uh, scraggly, scraggly face. A little bit. Yeah. We um, might post this on our Insta. Yeah. I said that they were the most Swedish bachelor looking bachelors I'd ever seen in my life. The guy on the right, for sure. The guy on the right is someone turned the country Sweden into (laughs) a person. The guy on the left is a little more amorphous. Um, these two bachelors, former bachelors, uh-huh. then started a podcast called The Modern Man Ooh. that says it's a, quote, podcast that wants to erase macho culture and show that it is okay for men to show feelings. I, I love it. I don't agree. I don't, <laughs> men should not show feelings. Uh, swallow it down, guys. <laughs> That's not being God, a man. Bury that. Bury that until it destroys your marriage. I'll make a man <laughs> out of you. <laughs> what is that, Mulan? <laughs> Yeah, Mulan. Somehow I'll make a man out of you. There were two Swedish bachelors in 2019. And look, these guys are even more Swedish, I think. Oh my God. Yeah, look at that guy. He had the glasses and the long hair, but also ripped. It's a look. Yeah, that guy could like wear the hell out of a sweater in Stockholm going to like an art exhibit, but then like chop down a whole tree so he could cross <laughs> yeah. a fjord. I don't know if they have fjords in Sweden, but I'm just going to assume that they do. Anna, thank you for your message. Welcome to our podcast on Sweden. <laughs> Willkommen. That's not Swedish. <laughs> that is German. Um, Amy says that she, uh, oh, she sent us Intel as well, which she said, I'm sure y'all have already seen this. Guess what, Amy? We hadn't. So much thank you. Right. We barely pay attention. We rely on all of you to give us these scoops. She told us that Gabby dated Dean and Blake, uh, swing dancing Blake, not I'm going to show my dick Blake. Uh, right, right, right. Blake Hortzman oh, or no. whatever his I'm name I'm going to show my dick Blake would have been the better one to date. I for think. Gabby? For, for Gabby, sure. Yeah. 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 Um, so Dean... She dated them before coming okay. on the show. Dean seems like an interesting match for Gabby, honestly. You know what's rough around the edges? Dean's van. <laughs> you know, also Dean's family. You know what's also rough around Dean. the edges? Dean's favorite dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> It's that one with the spikes that come out of both his sides. <laughs> Literally rough. <laughs> he's very rough the around the edges. And just around everything. <laughs> because he's a stegosaurus. What's also rough around the edges is having sex with Dean in van country. <laughs> <laughs> um, my thought is, and I'm sorry, Amy, I did not actually look at the article. I did click on it to see what it was about. How long ago did Dean date Gabby? Because Dean was on Paradise with... Uh, what's like her face? Pre-COVID, right? Kaylin. Yeah, Kaylin? Dean and Kaylin, yeah. Yeah, oh, definitely pre-COVID. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, though, being in a van is an excellent way to socially distance yourself. That guy had the right idea. That yeah. guy just rode out COVID driving around the country. We know some people that love van life. Van life. That's what, That's the direction I'm headed in. You can keep our million-dollar home. I'll be in a van. It is not a million-dollar home, but I get the idea. Just wherever the road takes you, that's where you're going. I saw an article that said that by 2030, the average price tag of a home in Huntsville will be $1.2 million. Oh, Lord. We need to buy a bunch now. About to get priced out of here. It's time to move down to Inglewood, Florida. Beautiful. If we have any Englewood listeners. We do. We did, right. Jake's uh, girlfriend, Becca. Oh, right. Becca, yeah. Spent some time in Inglewood. That's right. Not to be confused with Inglewood in the Snoop song. Compton, Long Beach, Inglewood. We want to give a shout out to Katie, who also requested a shout out to listener Emily. This is like a, this is like. 
I'm confused. Inception. I'm having trouble following it. Katie says, I have my own shout out to your listener, Emily, who you guys previously shouted out for listening to the pod while her daughter is in dance class. Uh, Katie says, your pod is what I listen to after I've taught kids dance classes to reset myself after talking like a Disney princess for an hour. She says that our podcast helps her to feel like a goddamn fucking grown-ass adult. I No one has ever told me before that I make them feel like a goddamn grown-ass fucking adult. I feel like you make a lot of people feel that way because you're so immature. Oh, that's it. That's probably what she's talking about. It's like, God, next to that guy, I feel like a a grown grown man. Those two Bachelor hosts with their masculinity podcast are like, yeah, we're grown (laughs) men compared to this guy. We are men. (laughs) You are boy. (laughs) That is not a Swedish (laughs) accent at all. Um, All right. So that was Emily. That was Katie requesting a shout out, I guess, for herself to compete with the shout out we gave to her friend Emily. Ladies, cat fight. <laughs> Meow. All right. Well, uh, Katie, we're sorry that you uh, and, oh. have to talk like a Disney princess. No, I'm really not supposed to speak to strangers. But we've met before. I know you. I walked with you once upon a dream. And thank you for teaching children dance because we... Uh, as parents that have two children as dance, and dance parents. as dance moms and dads, mm-hmm. that is a shitty job. That seems like a terrible job. <laughs> and we say that as people who hate our jobs. <laughs> we do not hate our jobs as much as some dance teachers must hate their jobs. I guess. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> I mean, Charlie is enrolled in a class inexplicably called Bitty Boppers and Flip Floppers. He, like uh, Logan, is always doing the worm in there. Yeah, He's just flip-flopping around. I heard that that's one way to kind of get into the American Ballet Academy is to uh, start with Bitty Boppers and Flip Floppers. Right. I mean, it's basically a direct path. It's like there to Juilliard. Is Juilliard a dance school? Is that just acting? I like Bitty Boppers and Flip Floppers because uh, in that class, they really encourage you to just dance the shit out of it. (laughs) Uh, Katie, could you please tell that to your young students one day and record yourself doing it and then we will play it on the podcast. Can somebody ride in on like a big wheels motorcycle? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just reenact the whole thing from Center I'm the stage. best goddamn dancer in this bitty boppers and flip floppers <laughs> class. Who the hell are you? Nobody. <laughs> and wait, so the other one that we're supposed to shout out is Emily again gets another shout out. Emily listens to the pod while her daughter is in dance class. I wonder if Emily teaches Katie's kids dance. Wait, I'm, I think I'm, I'm confused. blowing my own mind. I'm confused about Katie which one is which. teaches dance, right? And Emily's, listens to our podcast yes. to recover. Emily has kids that are in dance, and she listens to it when her kids are in the right. dance class. So that means Emily, you're listening to it right now while your kid is in Katie's class. Katie, you're listening right now after just having taught Emily's horrible kid who cannot dance. Just dance the shit out of it. <laughs> hey, Margot Fontaine didn't have great feet. I'm welcome to my podcast of just reciting center stage. Center stage you can just recite the whole thing from start to finish. It'll be an hour and fifteen minutes. <laughs> Pirouettes I'll were do, amazing. I'll do sound effects in the background and like the musical score. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, who else do we have to to shout out? He talked to me. No. No, Keep going. I mean, I've watched this movie with you, but it's been so. I'm going to segue into maybe a transition where I, instead of relating everything to You've Got Mail, maybe this will be a few months of center stage. I mean, this is a good growth for you. I yeah. like to see this growth happening I during the separation. This is what the therapist was talking about. Right. You've got to grow and change. You can't do the same thing in the next relationship. It's going to be all center stage references yeah. this time out. Done, lady. <laughs> Done. Fixed. Your, your problems yeah. are solved. And a shout out for Aim Dame. Aim Dame. Who was not a fan of this week's, uh, I'm guessing it's the flirtation date because she said the minute mark was an hour and 10 minutes. And this, I'm assuming, is when they were making out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, When they were making out with their own hands. Because she said, Anna, did you have to fast forward through some of this too? (laughs) Well, that scene where they're making out with their own hands is like something that like an 11-year-old would do. Correct. To like practice in the closet or, or me before a my hinge date. newly separated Ryan Weber. <laughs> How's this hand? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, okay, okay. We're going to have to 
I'm just going to say right now, we're going to talk about that date, and I don't need you to make any of these noises. I, you can see, folks, why we were not together anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Your kissing noises drive me. I'm not being mean. Me. I'm not being an asshole about it. I'm just saying it drives me nuts. And yes, Aim Dame, I, it was awful. Yeah. It was awful. No one wanted to see that. Nobody even wanted to see those two French people who no. purportedly are good at kissing. Two of them, they were, each that other. woman was an uggo. Like, can oh, we not get an attractive French person? <laughs> they don't make those. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like they do. Like, there's tons of attractive French people. Uh, why I don't we, think the, I don't think French women why are, are that we attractive. Why are having to watch like the female version of Shrek? <laughs> God, okay. I don't remember I'll... this woman being that. Uh, you know what? I'd make out with her. Yeah, I call bet me you would. French but, oh, flirtation well, that's expert. Shocking. <laughs> Color me shocked. You would make out with her <laughs> with this French flirtation expert? Uh, yeah, uh-huh. I'm in. Um, Aim Dame also says the next time Rachel says, quote, I'm done, I can't do this anymore, that they need to escort her to the nearest limo. And I agree. Yes. No, you can only claim that you're done so many times before you're donezo. And I think once you're donezo, that's it. You're on our donezo list. Um, Okay, we have have one more shout out. We do. Tofu Gestapo. Tofu Gestapo. Whom we love. Yes. But who also we are perplexed by. Okay. Because Tofu Gestapo wrote, quick request. <laughs> you do those, right? Ryan does. <laughs> um, Only way I know how. Yeah. Can you perhaps start doing the, quote, let me walk you out, unquote, again? I lived for that. Every time I heard it, I peed a bit. Let me walk you out. Tofu Gestapo, we don't know what you're we talking don't about. This, but- I felt bad and I was like, I'll ask Ryan because he'll remember it. And he was like. I have no idea. You know what? We're so funny that we have bits that we can't even remember how funny they Let are. Let me walk you out. Is that it? Let I don't me know. walk you out. <laughs> Let me walk you out. <laughs> My wife. Uh, let me walk you out. Let me walk you out. Oh, let's do it as Elvis. Oh, let me walk you out. Let me walk you out. <laughs> Actually, that might have been it, Trump. Let me walk you out. Is that it? I don't know. We don't. No, but they're aimed at Hopefully, you've peed your pants by now. No, Tofu aim. Gestapo. It's Tofu, tofu Gestapo. Gestapo. Hopefully, you peed your pants by now. You're fired. <laughs> let me walk you out. <laughs> yeah, so give us more context yeah, we about need what more, this bit and was. And we'll gladly do it. Yeah, of course, and we take requests. Until then, we're just going to be doing this bit over and over. <laughs> let me walk you out. Hey, Pilgrim, let me walk you out. It's John Wayne. (laughs) You want to know what I love about America? (laughs) Guys, we random, random, since we're probably only at what, 20 minutes? Uh, 1641. Perfect. (laughs) By the way, you should listen to the way we listen to other podcasts and bitch about how long it takes to get to their actual content. Get to the content. The thing is, we don't have any actual content, so I don't think that people can get mad about this. Are y'all familiar with the John Wayne song in which he goes through every 50 state and says something (laughs) that he loves about it? Because we were not, but let me tell y'all, it's a banger. We (laughs) might put that at the end of this episode. I don't think we have enough time to put it at the end of the episode. Every state gets a shot. Have you ever been to the fields of Mississippi? Mississippi or the cliffs of Maine next to Connecticut. <laughs> we'll play it. We'll yeah. play it. Okay. Um, all right. Shout out. Speaking of countries that we love. Sure. Uh, shout out to our 13 listeners in Malmo, Sweden. Oh, yeah. I bet Sweden, that's where eh? uh, Anna's from. Oh, yeah. two bachelors. <laughs> I got to get a Swedish accent. I don't know how to do it. Man, so everything's better in Sweden. I mean, except the daylight hours. All right. So in the show, back to this show that we purportedly watched. So as I already said, Meatball's back. They show us right away that Meatball's back. Uh, and then we cut to Hayden trying to defend himself. So last week I said that Hayden probably regrets what he said. He does not. So I was totally wrong. He doubles down Hayden on is it. doubling down on He's like... I gave some context. Gabby's the one that used rough around the edges. Okay. I hate Hayden. Okay. I do agree that it changes things a little bit. If Gabby herself called herself rough around the edges, for her to get that upset about him using that same phrase, I agree that that does make it a little bit. eh. Sure. So quick question. Did we see her say this earlier in the season? No, but I don't. I'm relying on him, but like none of the guys disputed it. Like, I don't think he's lying about that. No, I don't think he's lying about it. He might have misremembered or misheard something. Yeah, I mean, how I do mean, you mishear rough around the edges? Because someone else she might said have tough said it. Around the edges. She said tough around the hedges. <laughs> Gabby, you're just a little too uh, fluff around the ledges just for me. Just a little me. too gruff around the uh, 
smedges. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I mean, it does change it a little bit. Just he still a little. Oh, should he's still have. an asshole, yeah. yeah. And he's an asshole throughout this episode. He's like, I don't think I said anything wrong. And But then he goes on to say something wrong, which is... is oh, is that our tornado siren going Uh-oh. off? It, uh, it, no, it's... The tester every Wednesday at noon. We're about to die. This is, uh, you thought it was wild when we recorded our separation. Wait until we get swept up into a tornado <laughs> in the middle of this podcast. It'll be like Twister. <laughs> I'm Helen Hunt. Oh, that There's is. There's a cow. There's cow. I gotta go, Julia. We got cows. Another cow. Actually, I think that was the same one. They're like divorced, right? But they fall back in love. Oh, Wasn't there they? like a love story in Twister? Is that right? What Bill Paxton? Or I mean, Pullman? it was definitely shoehorned in. Sure, yeah. Next to the cow, I and think then that's the cow it. Though yeah. they've like split up, and then the tornado brings. That's irony. Right, a tornado it, bringing people together. A tornado not splitting people up, but bringing them back together. Oh, that only happens when a tornado literally smashes two people together when mm-hmm. it picks them up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we live in a tornado-rich area, so we can make these jokes, gang. He Hayden calls the women bitches. He also yes. talks about his ex and says they don't hold a candle to her. I don't see how any guy can be like, I'm fucking marrying this girl about either one. Yeah, so this wow. is cruel and mean, but later when Meatball reports it, he says that Hayden was specifically comparing all their breast sizes. <laughs> Did you hear that happen? <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. Like, did I? I was like, no, did I miss I didn't, something? But I assume that happened off camera. Okay, I, but you think they would have shown that if it was going to come no. up later? I guess they just didn't have Maybe it. Maybe it was just him going honk off. <laughs> <laughs> well, Meatball said they were comparing the size of your meatballs. He said uh, one of them was a meatball sub. <laughs> one of them was those little frozen meatballs that we get sometimes. One of them was a spicy meatball. Hey, <laughs> that's a meatball with a large areola. <laughs> Covered with the marinara. Ooh. Um, yeah, no, he definitely said that there was talk about your breasts. Yes. I like how Meatball had to get serious about right. it. Your breasts. Yeah, we'll get to that in a And minute. then uh, Gabby or one of either Gabby or Rachel was like, he was talking about boobs. Yeah, Ra- Rachel was because yeah. Meatball was the one that reported it to Rachel. Um, all right. So, yeah, Hayden is an asshole. <laughs> they hang from Milady's chest. <laughs> <laughs> they hang off Milady's chest. So why... Um, do the guys applaud when Jesse walks into the room? He gets some fist pumps. He gets almost like a standing ovation. He does. It's like a 20-minute standing ovation for like a con movie showing. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard that? Like, can you imagine doing a standing ovation for anything for 20 minutes? No. Me neither. Like, I think if like... No, it really annoys me when you have to give a standing ovation, yeah. if I'm being honest. Like, yeah. can we not just all clap? But also like... 20 minutes like those uh movie film festival standing this? ovations they'll be like 15 20 minutes long that's be why like, don't you just suck each other's dick i know like like it's insane how much how much uh what's the word i'm looking for like self-congratulations they insist upon themselves i mean definitely insist upon themselves and yeah, validation how, yes, how much like validation, external validation do you need? like here here's three claps and you know what? I would That's be enough. happy, I think, if I got a two-minute standing ovation. I think that would be the highlight of my Why life. Why don't you just be happy with normal applause? Right. Why do we have to stand up? And I'm tired. A standing ovation for 20 minutes after... Uh, Ridiculous. After what was that uh, sh- shape of water or whatever. Oh like, I feel... God. I mean, I'm just making that up, but that's no. the kind of thing it's <laughs> like, oh, we just saw... Francis Hall. Here's no. a 20 minute. Like I have never seen anything in my life I'm, that's made me. Well, I'm me. definitely not doing it for Francis Hall. <laughs> Again, I might do it for the Barbie up. movie. <laughs> Just for Ryan Gosling's abs. Um, I'm not doing it for Francis Hall. I'm probably not doing it for the Barbie movie. And you know what? I'm not doing it for Jesse. So I don't know why these guys <laughs> feel the need to either. So if you put in longest standing ovation. Okay, so Pan's Labyrinth. Got a 22-minute standing ovation. I mean, I saw it. Here's my ovation. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I did like that movie. It was good, but I did not at the end of it feel compelled. It was a 22-minute standing ovation good. Let's see. What um, what did Elvis got a uh, standing ovation? How long would you? Yeah, I bet. Everyone was uh, just applauding 
a few certain things. Sure, yeah, a few key things. Captain Fantastic. The Beaver from 2011 got a 10-minute standing ovation. That's the Beaver. That Mel Gibson movie where Mel Gibson <laughs> has a beaver puppet. That got I a 10-minute standing ovation. The artist got... Elvis got a 12-minute standing ovation. All right, all right. Okay, now it's a 12-minute bit about <laughs> yeah. the standing ovation. Okay. Yeah, let's call it. Okay, all right, I'm calling the bit. Okay, continue on. So they had, so um, Jesse comes in and says, things are changing. The We're women have already left. to Europe. Yeah. The women are already on a plane. The women are eating croissant as we speak. <laughs> Wearing berets. Um, everyone is reconvening in Europe, but not so fast. Two of you will be getting there a little bit sooner because you're meeting Gabby and Rachel in Paris. So the girls have chosen uh, two men to go on one-on-ones in Grand Paris. City of Lights. Ah, the City of Lights, the City of Love, <laughs> the city where Ryan got suckered into getting a ring tied around his finger. A bracelet. So it was, And it was because we were at Sacre Coeur. My dad was horrified. Yeah, well, Going into it, my dad was like, look, they're going to try to scam you. Keep your eyes straight ahead. Do not make eye contact. Do not give in. Right. Well, so what I did was I was walking to Sacre Coeur and these guys came up to me with the bracelet and I like held my hand to be like no no which was my mistake because they just then wrapped the bracelet around my extended hand we've got you (laughs) alors and just like I mean they literally like tied me up with the bracelet and uh, wrapped it around my wrist Uh, yeah my dad looked back and was like god damn it (laughs) he's probably so glad we're getting divorced so glad he's so glad for sure yeah that guy who got suckered into that bracelet is not good that was it. I knew, yeah. I knew. <laughs> um, they are in Paris. Gabby is spending the date with Jason. Yep. And Rachel is choosing Tino. Tino. Hey, where's Tino? He's with the frozen embryos. Yeah, correct. <laughs> well, who do you think you are, Tino? Uh, Tino reminds me of someone, and I can't figure out who. And Tino I, from um, that show. From My, my So-Called, So-Called Life. Life. Yes. Um, no, listeners, uh, if you have thoughts about who Tino is reminiscent of, please send them to mm-hmm. Instagram or Gmail so that Ryan has to do some of this. Right, so that I have a shout-out other than Bridge. Bridge, thank you for sending us Gmails. To be fair, you do edit at the pod so I mean I'm, I'm doing, doing the my share of the share work, of the work right. when you're it comes more to of our Instagram. social media coordinator I feel like that's that's accurate I am also doing a lot of our Twitter and one of our tweets got nine likes you said that last, last week time. no this is a new tweet <laughs> what's the deal with nine <laughs> I don't know that appears nine to be our ceiling times. <laughs> nine times nine times nine times nine times I just have in my notes, Tino seems dumb. <laughs> yeah, I was not. I had no connection with either one of these guys. I don't really. uh, So I actually ended up liking both of them. I think that Tino is the type of guy that Rachel seems to gravitate towards. And I think probably sticking with what works for her is mm-hmm. what Rachel is going to do. Yes. I mean, he was attractive. He was nice. They talk some about how they both want families. Bada right. bing, bada boom. Like, a couple of to, basic bitches. Honestly, it doesn't need to be more complicated than that. Right. Like, yeah, I hey, feel like there. Yeah, we both want a family. We're both nines. Oh, look at this. Nine, we're making yeah. out in a crepe restaurant. Right. In a cre- back, back. <laughs> in a crepe in the restaurant. Cre- kitchen. Crepe? Yeah. I'm sorry, crepe? Crepe. Crepe. Crep. That's that Seinfeld reference. Crepe. The crepes must be rolled tightly. And I also liked Jason. Or I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, Jason. He was quieter. He's a man of few words. That's what Gabby likes about him. But would you please talk more? This is what we were talking about last time. Like, oh, I'm attracted to a man of few words. Please talk for fuck's sake. Did Gabby say that? Yeah. Gabby was like, he's a man of few words. One of the first things I noticed and one of the things I'm most attracted to. But then uh, she, she says, we don't always have to be talking. But I do need him to open up more. Well, that's fine. I'm just saying it's the same tension that we were talking about last week of like, ooh, he's a man of few words. That's attractive. Please talk to me. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, but I think there's a difference between like talking a lot and opening up. Like, I actually feel like Jason doesn't talk a lot, but it seemed like when he did talk, he was he was opening up. He makes his words count. I wonder what that's like. Yeah. I I feel like it might be the difference here is you're like. Oh, Ryan talks a lot. 
I wish he would shut up sometimes. (laughs) I wish he would shut up and just open up sometimes with fewer words. Right. Open up with actual content, fewer words. But I sure am glad that I know all this about standing ovation (laughs) times. (laughs) That is me opening up. This feels meaningful. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This is important. um, I thought, I also, I mean, tell me what you think about this. Uh Uh-huh. I would float out there that Jason is actually probably the kind of guy that Gabby needs because she's looking for a little bit more of the straight man to her waboom. Sure, yeah. Someone else has to be, because she's so crazy and she's rough so around wacky. the edges. Just a honka honka coming what in with a rubber chicken. She likes to like, be silly, and so it might be nice for her to have someone that kind of like grounds her a little sure, bit. Sure, but he says, I'm sorry, she, Gabby, says that mm-hmm. Jason and I act like kids together, which I personally love so they do have sort of that goofy person i mean i don't know i just didn't get a strong sense of either of these men really tino calls rachel literally the most amazing girl he's ever met literally 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 the most most amazing girl you've ever met my nordstrom package just got delivered oh that's very exciting (laughs) speaking Um, of basic things yeah no i agree with that Uh, i would not think that either of these guys are actually going to be at the end but i could see them making it pretty far honestly well at this point especially compared to some of the other jokers that are here that's what i was gonna say is at this point you just have to not disqualify yourself yeah like you just have to be a kind of normal person who doesn't do anything that's a huge red flag mm-hmm. and that's how you make it to like the top six yeah like jason is making it farther than spencer well god or and Hayden. like yeah. tino's making it farther than i think i think after to what this week's episode i would uh put some money on tyler who i also think is pretty basic mm-hmm. and seems to fit rachel's like I feel like Tyler might not be enough of a, like, manly man, though. Yeah. Like, that's where I kind of think that Tino comes in. He looks big. He's masculine. He has that song about what he likes about all 50 of the states. <laughs> so you just kind of know how macho he is because he's of that. He's a man. <laughs> he knows that it's not okay to have feelings, unlike those Swedish men. <laughs> Who are trying to make people feel things. God, I feel shut like up, guys. Jason should go on that, uh, the Swedish podcast. Yeah. Like, he's all about Yoo-hoo! the therapy. Right. Woo-hoo, yeah, both them a blowout. bonding over therapy, which was nice. Yeah. Um, Rachel talking with Tino about how some men don't respect her career because they've realized that uh, she's going to be gone a lot. Gallivanting around the world, cheating it up with uh, flight attendants left and right. (laughs) I don't think it's that they don't respect it. It sounds more like they're threatened by it. Well, I guess that's... I'm sorry, that's pretty much what I meant. It was like they they don't appreciate or they get threatened by her career. They don't support her career. Yeah, correct. There's there's the wording I wanted. Yes. Rachel is also worried that her guys are going to start feeling like they're in the loser group. Correct. Because they are. <laughs> well, that's what happens when three dudes self-select out of the group. Yeah. Like, oh, we talked about that We've last week. We said it. Like, yeah. everybody was all excited. And then they start seeing that. And they're like, oh, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Oh, hold on. Hang on. Yeah. <laughs> why, <laughs> yeah, why doesn't Alec want to be in this club? <laughs> so we, there's something we have not yet mentioned. Yeah. The gentlemen are living on a cruise ship? Correct. That's going to cruise them all over Europe? Uh, This looks, I'm not going to lie, awesome. It does. So you and I, neither of us have been on a cruise. Ever. Both of us are fairly against the cruise idea generally that we're going on a cruise next summer. 2023. 2023. Alaska, baby. Actually, you know what? We'll just go ahead and open that up. It's a cruise for everybody, all of our (laughs) listeners who want to join. (laughs) Just come and it'll be like, oh, here for the wrong reasons cruise trip to Alaska. My whole family family. will be there. Yeah. We're probably going to be divorced at that point. So we'll both be single ready to mingle <laughs> hopefully my parents will kind of function as a wingman for me they yeah, got when I'm us out there. like two different cabins yes. right yeah. so i feel like the thing to do is one night one of the adults just gets one of the cabins right and all the, to themselves yeah and yeah then absolutely we alternate yeah right? back and forth that's the plan find right some there. alaska bushmen <laughs> <laughs> Someone who can uh, land their plane in the bush. Yeah, someone who's <laughs> tough the around bush. the hedges. <laughs> 
but I agree. This did look cool. And I was they like, they have it's like a, their own lounge area. Right. Well, it's like a massive it's fucking a cruise ship. Just, it appears clearly to be like just for an them. egregious environmental. Oh choice. yeah. Like a, like the carbon footprint on this asshole <laughs> is just not, especially to cater like 15 people around Europe. But that was this my thing. This is not environmentally is it friendly. Just them? It's gotta be. I, that's insane to me. There's no fucking way that the bachelor can pay for that. They can't even pay for like makeup people for the contestants. There's got <laughs> to be other, all their money on the there's ship. other people on the cruise ship. Maybe here's maybe what's going on is they're filming a separate reality show on this cruise ship at the same time, like a bunch maybe. of reality shows, like a reality show cooperative all getting together for this cruise ship. Maybe this is one of the cruise ships that people got stuck on during COVID. <laughs> and they, they were like, we can either burn it or we can lease it out for reality TV. <laughs> well, that was my thought too. Is like, this is a COVID tinderbox. Like these people are all going to get COVID. Oh, in here. it's a tinderbox. Oh, it's a tinderbox. This ready to is explode. not the Nima colon and distant, <laughs> uh, distant agricultural Pennsylvania. Rural Pennsylvania. <laughs> All right. So you know what it is? It's not a COVID tinderbox. It's a fucking monkeypox tinderbox. Oh my god. Monkeypox is gonna sweep oh, through for this a song, thing. Monkeypox yeah. tinderbox. <laughs> <laughs> That's Anna's first single. Her yeah. first uh, post divorce single is called Monkeypox Tinderbox. Sounds good as gold to me. <laughs> <laughs> because we're good as gold. Okay. Monkey pox tender box. Monkey pox tender box. <laughs> um, let's see. Rachel is already on this date showing her insecurities because he, Tino says something pretty like innocuous of like, this is the last thing I expected. And she goes, oh, you didn't think you were going to like me? And he's yeah. like, no, I didn't think I was going to go on this date. Like, yeah, like damn, I, Rachel, take a step right. back. Like, I, I was really excited about it. I didn't expect it because it's such a privilege to go on a date oh, with you. Oh, you didn't think that you were going to have fun oh, on this date? Oh, you don't think I'm pretty? You don't want to stay here with Ooh, me? Oh, Rachel, girl, look. Her was like stalking into that room. Oh, my God. I've been there. Yeah, sure. I mean, I'm not even, I'm sympathetic to all this. We'll get to that because yeah. this comes up more on the I second just wanna, date. I I mean, it's, I recognized myself in that phase. Interesting, yeah. But, oh girl. You've seen that crazy. But that's why you're sympathetic is like, I've been there and you don't want to be there. I'm not that sympathetic thing. though. I'm, like coming from an outsider's perspective, it's like, oh shit, bitch, you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> bitch, I've seen somebody do this before and it's crazy. I do this much more yeah. <laughs> eloquently than you, Rachel. <laughs> I do this, but in a sane way. All right. Let's, you want to move through these days? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so Jason says he's a highly sensitive person. Person in terms of energy, he um, felt go, that he they wasn't buy good berets. enough. They do buy berets, yes. And then uh, Jason talks about how he tried to prove himself through tennis. Ah, uh, been there. Yeah, been there. Gabby, will I'll give you one guess as to what Gabby talks about a little bit. Uh, her mom. Her mom. Her yeah. estranged mom. Her mom. Yes. Um, but they they both talk about doing inner child work, and they seem like a good match. She says this is good. Jason says I agree. They kiss. Um, and Gabby seems like almost a little too, she's like, I never thought I'd be willing or able to find someone. And now it's right in front of my face, Yeah, which is nice, but it's almost like, whoa, slow your roll, Gabby. Like you're going out with other dudes tomorrow. You they know? both kind of do that. Cause Rachel says, I think I'm definitely going to fall in love with Tino. I mean, if you can find him, right? right? No one he knows where he is. He was at the band practice, <laughs> hanging out with Ray Ann. <laughs> Go into the go into the dance with Brian. <laughs> um, yeah, they both seem like completely all in on this. Right. Gabby says all I'm in love. Sudden. Yeah. Um, she also tells Jason, "I don't want to just give you a rose. I want to give you the belief that this is going somewhere." Oh yeah, oh, that's a, a good line. That. It is Gabby. a great line. Yeah. Yeah, no, um, they seem to hit it off. Tino and Rachel seem to hit it off. Yeah, it was just and a then, good... So it seems like it's going well until... Bum, bum, bum. The French boxing date. Okay, yeah. So the one-on-ones went well. Mm-hmm. Uh, back on the boat. Back on the ship. I feel like it's like love ship or something. <laughs> like love... What's love, that? Love boat. Love boat. The That's love right. Love boat. It's like love ship. You know that old show, <laughs> love ship. It's like Galligan's <laughs> Island. <laughs> 
Galligan's Cove. It's like my favorite. You know what this is exactly like, actually, which will allow me to tell a fun story okay. that I've already told on the pod several times. Okay. This is the exact premise, almost, of the TV show Breaker High that yes. I watched that had Ryan Gosling, and that then was my end with him. Ryan Gosling, and he said, oh, he you're our like, one viewer. I'm in love with you. Yeah, and then he pulled his shirt up to show off his abs. He did. Yeah, and they were amazing, and you felt, you went to the dairy aisle and grated some cheese mm-hmm. right on his abs. I did. Yeah. Yep. Oh, so um, hot. But yeah, the premise of Breaker High was a bunch of kids going to school on a cruise ship. I, I'm, why don't we have more cruise ship uh, TV shows? Uh, I have no way. I thought you were going to ask why we don't have more cruise ship schools. And I thought the answer <laughs> to that was obvious because it's fucking expensive and wasteful. But, but they used to do that. They do that. Semester at Sea. Yeah, do they still do sea. that? I think they might do that. I always thought that that was like the coolest oh, idea. I always like just go around the world on this cruise ship. That would have been amazing. Yeah, it would have been great god Let's damn it float that at our university and we can do it we can do you and i this yeah, a strange well, power couple yeah honestly and, uh, i'd be down yeah our kids could come or stay home <laughs> <laughs> with somebody listener if you want to watch <laughs> two children for what well, we do a semester at sea because it's really what we need post separation yeah. to yeah. find ourselves so you'd be doing us a huge solid All right, they get a card on the ship that says, Love conquers all, but not without a fight. It's your classic bachelorette, let's make you fight date. Yes, though this one is French. The Bachelorette loves a boxing Loves to do this, though the uh, French boxing is just slapping each other with uh, baguettes. Yeah, uh, yes. (laughs) Baguettes, uh, berets. That was actually, they just got a big box of berets on that day. And just smacked each other. I would have liked it if they had made the gentlemen wear berets while they wrestled. While they boxed. While they practiced savat. Oh, is that what it was called? Yes, savat. I need to practice some savat over at the old boxing gym. I was going to ask. Yeah. You all know Ryan's new uh, like my new passion is boxing. Yeah, yeah. correct. Yes, I'm he really finally, good at it. Finally found his passion. Right, only took it's, 44 years. It's punching stuff, <laughs> <laughs> not other people, just bags and the air, and also sometimes pool noodles, baguettes. Those pool noodles have it fucking coming. Yeah, I tell you what, fuck you, yeah. pool noodle. No, the other day I got hit in the ear with a pool noodle, so it really won. It um, won the match. We will post on Instagram. I'm promising this now, and we're not going to edit this out. We will post a video in which Ryan gets punched in the stomach a whole bunch by his instructor. No, with a medicine ball, but we can't. That was a story, so it's gone now. Damn it. I don't think. If we can share it, we will. But yeah, he for your birthday, I bet he throws you can a pull medicine it up ball. And at least take a picture, oh, sure. a screenshot sure. of it. Yeah, he throws a medicine ball at you for your birthday. Happy so it's birthday. a great happy birthday. Um, but these f- gentlemen are boxing. So Practicing I... Practicing Safat with Haifa and Kareem. Yes. So I texted you after you had already gone to sleep. I had gone to bed. To tell you how cute... It was 1045. Yeah, I thought Fuck that off. Gabby looked in her braids and boxing attire. Just whatever ex-wife was Right, yeah, hear. right. Boy, she, it, hey, this... I've got a real simmy over uh, Gabby <laughs> on this date. <laughs> great. I, uh, I don't think we've ever discussed this either, but I have a weird thing for that kind of braid like the french braids yeah french braids okay that's called infantilizing something sexually no yeah yeah Yeah. so you let's not dig into this too much yeah Yeah. no yeah for sure yeah that's totally normal do you also love the uh loves baby soft perfume bottle (laughs) (laughs) that's shaped like a rattle also kind of a dick I thought you would love What's that. What's the word for that where you sexify, a, where you make something a sexy baby? Yeah, I'm where you make something baby. a sexy baby. No, that is a good question. Apparently, that's why. Well, babies don't have French braids. I understand. Well, it's like, <laughs> it's like the school, the Catholic that's school your girl. Defense? That, yes, that's babies my defense. Don't babies have... don't have French braids, so I'm not turning Gabby into a baby. I gotta look this I up. I feel Care like it's pod. like the Catholic school girl thing. In which, like, when a grown man is like, ooh, I like a Catholic schoolgirl outfit, they're not talking about an actual girl. They're, like, reverting back to being 14 again or 15 again. Sexualization of girls. Oh, I'm sure that's going to result in quite a bit of content. It's an article from Parenting Science. Okay, yes. I can't find... I don't, there's a term no, for it, No, I know it, what though. you're talking about, and I'm probably doing it, but Gabby, call me. Where are those braids? Oh, my um, God. Yeah, the, and again, that was an important text <laughs> I'll I had be, to share I'll with you. I'll be in a diaper. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, this is the second time in the episode that Jesse just busts out his French. 
Did he already know French? No or is he fucking like phonetically... way this douchebag actually no. speaks French. Because it's that literally sounds like Joey Tribbiani yeah. learning how to A speak French. Yeah, Je m'appelle Claude. Je découpe plow. <laughs> Je m'appelle Claude. Je déplie blue. <laughs> Je m'appelle Claude. Je te floup flee. <laughs> oh, mon Dieu. Oh, well, they um, must have done it kind of like when Will Ferrell did that <laughs> Spanish movie and he just like phonetically <laughs> learned all the lines and like did not know what they yeah. meant. Like, I feel like it must have been that. Oh. Yeah, where he's just like, okay, say it like this. And then Jesse repeats it. Yeah. They are all going to box. And yeah. then Rachel. So this is where things really start to go south. Right. Rachel brings her men to to. To watch the boxing Ostensibly, watch the boxing match. Well, so Rachel, just to be clear, Rachel brings her men to the date that's for Gabby. To watch them box. Yes. We want to put that out there. What the point of this was, what the stated point of this was. And then Rachel starts to lose her mind because the men are, get this, watching the boxing match. Oh my God. And none of them are making eye contact with her. None of them are coming over and sitting with her and Gabby. Well, and like, then yeah, because you segregated yourself off. Like I, I, this was absurd. No, it was absurd. Well, and there was that moment she was like, "Today was Gabby's date, and it was all about her and her guys. My guys were totally ignoring me." Yeah, yeah it's not your date, it Rachel. Was all about her and her you guys. You get to go have a art of French flirting date right. tomorrow. You yeah. brought them to watch it. It wasn't they weren't supposed to be spending time with you. Also, bitch, if you want them to sit with you, go sit with them. Right. Like, geez, Louise. Right. Or just like slightly gesture for them. The smallest bit of permission would have gotten one of them right. to come over. And I probably. will say, like, I am the queen of getting all worked up about something when it would be a lot easier to just like say what I want. But I'm trying to be better about that and to see something like this is a good thing to watch because I'm like man that is really annoying (laughs) boy that's irritating if Gabby wants to if Rachel wants to talk to the guys she should just go talk to them right and also not set up this kind of a situation like honestly she should have just been like hey let's go walk the streets of Paris right you know like instead of crashing Gabby's date and then getting mad that it wasn't about her yeah no no, that was I was very annoyed with Rachel in this situation and like Gabby gets a little bit frustrated in last week's episode when she has the guys over to the she visits the mansion mansion, and she kind of had the same complaint but she kind of grouses about it and then leaves and she's like "Eh, i didn't really feel like that went that well yeah rachel loses her she does lose her shit yeah no this whole thing of like i can't i can't do it anymore and then so she walks into where the guys are hanging out you want to go through this part of it? Yeah, go. Oh, no, I mean, go ahead. Oh, okay. So she works herself up into yes. a frenzy. Like yes. the boxing date ends. By that point, Spencer and Gabby are on their night date. So one can only assume that like four or five hours have passed. Yes. In which the gentlemen are back on the which cruise time, ship. Rachel has like locked herself in a room and just like. Got run, let her imagination run Just wild. Just throwing right? vases against the wall. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. She so went go ahead. to the Louvre and just started defacing paintings. Yeah. Yeah, so then the guys are all hanging out in the cruise ship, probably about to catch a show, maybe like a magic show or a cabaret or Roby something. Roby Sobey's there. Ever heard of him? <laughs> <laughs> and just walks in and was like, she's like, I'm not here to beg these guys to act like they want me. Uh, she says, as you guys can see, I'm pretty upset. And the guys are all just like, what the fuck? And I was like, yeah, we can see that. What happened? (laughs) Um, You really made me feel hurt and unseen. No one was looking at me. No one was looking over. Any chance you get, you just have little moments with me, could have meant a lot to me tonight. I just love it when something like this happens where the guys are clearly like, like sometimes you can tell that they get why they're in trouble. And then sometimes they're just like giving each other like their eyes are all like saucers. Yeah. They're just like, what, what, the what fuck? happened? Well, and Rachel even says the shock on their faces. No one knew where I was coming from. Yeah. No one knew. <laughs> Rachel, that might be, maybe should tell you something. No one knew. Cause you're right. There are a lot of times where the guys are like, yeah, we were we blowing out kinda, too much. Yeah. Yeah. I was having this, a tickle like... fight with another one of the guys. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah, but um, this one, when she was coming off of that rose ceremony that she said was the most embarrassing thing that she's ever experienced in her life. But yeah, it was, this was quite the fit. 
It was Excuse like she me. put herself in a situation. Now who's burping? The shoe is really that, on the other some foot. Some of that life cereal didn't sit too well. <laughs> oh, no. Mikey does not like it. <laughs> um, okay. So then she's basically like, tomorrow better go well. Right. Yeah. It gives them an ultimatum and they're like, oh, no. And yeah. so they show up at this French estate and the guys are all like, I guess we all need to hug right. her. Everybody <laughs> really needs to step it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which she didn't get to see this, but earlier in the episode, they did one of your favorite things, which is all the Team Rachel guys on the boat shouted out, Bonjour, Rachel. Yeah. Como ça va? Bonjour. And then Jesse taught them how to say a lot of eloquent French things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just French romantic poetry. They are with Flora and Boris. <laughs> Flora and Fauna. <laughs> Boris and Natasha. <laughs> um, they walk up on them kissing and they say, oh, we didn't see you there. This date was ridiculous. It was because like, oh, we didn't see you there with the cameras in our faces. Yeah. Yeah. No, this whole date was terrible. So first the men are told to approach Rachel. I did. Like I lost my shit when Zach came up behind her yeah. and just starts choking her. And it was like, we're dancing. We're dancing. Like, it felt like something Michael Scott would do. Now like, your air pipe is cut off. Yeah, right. Like just like behind her, like squeezing her and shaking her back and forth, like Lenny petting a rabbit. Oh, I like, mean, uh, Andre the Giant. Yeah. <laughs> it was like he was Carrie Elwes. Anybody want a peanut? <laughs> You're very fast. <laughs> uh, um,. The Ethan crawls on the floor. Yeah, for some reason. And then Meatball said that he had a sex panther thing going on. Did he? Yeah, I mean, this is... So listen, I don't have a lot of game, listener, but these dates always make me feel a little better about myself. It's like, right. oh, so, so the supposedly most appealing men yeah. in America, like this is how they're approaching a woman? Well, I also feel like you know it went bad because usually they'll show you all of the bad people and then they'll be like... Logan really crushed it. Yeah. There was nothing. Nobody like, crushed it. It's just it. them yeah. all doing badly. Right. Right. So um, then Tyler they... does well because they have to write a love letter. And yes. so Tyler is like, I actually wrote this last night. Well played, nice sir. Nice move. Nice move. That is a quality move. First, though, they have to smell. She has to smell all their armpits. That's my worst nightmare. So this is, here's the thing, though. These French people are not wrong. And that that is why much of our body hair exists. To Fair. capture the pheromones to increase, like, sexual desire. Well, then how do you explain Brazilian bikini waxes? A basic, I, I can't. But what <laughs> I, all I'm saying is that much of that body hair remains so to this is enhance. So this is, gives me the all the excuses I need to just stop shaving my legs. Correct, yeah. Stop shaving it's my It's very armpits. attractive, yeah. Huh. It uh, really I'm pulls really the men in. I'm just really capturing that stench. <laughs> That's of... right, really wafting it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Logan says that Rachel almost fainted when she smelled Meatball's armpit stew. That's a spicy meatball. Uh, That is a spicy meatball. There was still some marinara in there from the talent show. (laughs) Maybe some Parmesan. (laughs) Yeah, maybe some breadcrumbs. (laughs) That doesn't sound too bad, honestly. It's like when Kramer becomes the chicken. Logan is struggling on this date because he says he's on this date with Rachel, but... The whole time, all I can think about is, you guessed it, Gabby. I said all along that I thought Logan and Gabby were a much better fit. It was very surprising to me when he got Rachel's rose and not surprising at all when it looked like this was going to become a storyline. Sure. Well, that's the thing is I think Gabby underplayed how much she liked Logan. Rachel gave Logan the rose. Logan did the thing you thought people should do is which strategically just stay on the show and take whatever rose you get. And he did it again this week. Yeah, he did it again this week. Well, you know, it's it's the we do spoil the episode we're watching. Has Miki reached out to you yet? No. Gloating about our divorce. You know what? We need to give a shout out because I got a message, and it, but it was it had been in our requests for a long time. Oh, we missed it. Okay. Oh, we missed Who it. Who was it? And it was somebody that said hashtag fuck you, Miki. Oh, um, I love it. Was it you? Did you it send it to yourself? It was me as myself. Yes, right. Yeah. Sending it to yourself. Shoot. Yeah. I don't know where it is. And again, I think it was from a long time oh, ago. Oh, we missed the message request? Well, yeah. but when I, I, I popped it over to our 
to our regular message uh-huh. box, but it must have gone through like when, wherever, whenever right, so you it's sent way it. down, Barry, because we get so many Insta messages, Listener, y'all. if you are that person, if you are the hashtag, reach out to us again. Well, that's the thing too is because when like Time Magazine says like who started the fuck Miki, fuck you Miki hashtag movement, we want to give credit to the right person. Absolutely. Because otherwise they're going to say that it's us. We're going to get credit for starting the nationwide craze, fuck you Miki, but I want to give credit to this person that actually started it. For sure. Yeah. Okay, well, and we appreciate the sentiment. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, and uh, hashtag fuck you, Miki, who's still listening right now. I hate that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the reason why that came up is because we said spoiler alert. What was the spoiler? Oh, that Logan takes the rose. Yes. Um, Yeah. But he's clearly conflicted because... It's so serious that he meets with Jesse after hours. And Jesse, of course, by this point has gone full immersion, so he can only (laughs) speak French. (laughs) Hey, bleep, 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 Logan. We had to have subtitles for what Jesse was saying. Sacre bleu. Yeah, so he is very concerned about this situation. He has feelings towards Gabby. Uh, meanwhile, Rachel is out with Tyler. Yeah, he got the one-on-one time. Is saying all the right things. He is. Yes. And again, I think Tyler is... I think that Rachel would like him. I don't see him being quite manly enough, if I'm being honest. If he did like a bunch of steroids, mm-hmm. then he might be the man that she needs. Yeah, the I know. I see that red bird out there, too. This is very distracting. There was a very adorable chipmunk scampering around earlier. You're like our cat when we turn that TV we turn show the, the on. The YouTube <laughs> clips on of the, yes, of the uh, cats or of the birds. This reminds me a little bit of... Michelle who was that guy that was like Michelle's second choice besides Nate remember he like wore the swimsuit they went to the hot tub yeah you know what I'm talking about I think he was the runner up and he was Uh so sweet but it was like dude she wants more of a dude yeah like I feel like that's what's gonna happen to Tyler right Tyler Tyler will find someone he's saying all the right things I'm sure sure he means all of these things too All right, but you know who definitely means what he's saying is Hayden because Hayden Oof. has the sob story to end all sob stories, which is his dog has cancer. Let's talk a little bit about Rambo. Rambo? Rambo the Golden Retriever What, has... do you have cancer, Chirp? Oh, shoot. <laughs> what did your head cave in a chirping? <laughs> what do you want, Death Door, but your owner left you a chirp? What did your owner probably should have put you down, but he's keeping you alive for his own feelings or chirping? <laughs> for a sob story so we can show your picture and say Rambo's waiting at home? Look, we've talked about this. Like, whatever you want to do for your pet... You do what you need to do. We have no judgment about pet behavior. I have a little judgment about something like that. Like, is the dog in pain? Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, yeah, like Rambo are you probably keeping him alive yeah. just so that you get another like two to four months with him, and then going on this right. reality show. Yeah, like you should have. You could have had a nice moment with him, put him down before this. Yeah, taking him out back, old Yeller style. Okay, Okay. that's That's not okay. Okay. (laughs) Jesus. Well, that's the kind of guy Hayden is in the end. He says he loves this dog, but he doesn't. He's a monster. Well, he clearly does love the dog. But then, like, stay home with your dog. Like, don't go on this reality show and talk all about your dog and look like a crazy person. And don't take the dog's comfort toy. Yeah, don't take the duck paw. Yeah, and the whole cancer duck. Like, this is the cancer duck. Yeah, leave Rambo one. I know. Like, leave Rambo with something. Either thing. leave Rambo the duck pot or the duck, but yeah. you don't get both. Right. Or or he could actually have both of those. Maybe you could have a picture of Rambo. <laughs> or, if this say, brings him. or a whole photo picture book. <laughs> <laughs> or a uh, stuffed replica. Or you could just clone Rambo. Or you could have Rambo stuffed, as I wanted to do with Eloise, and Ryan told me I was not allowed to. And was that the right decision? He said it was it probably, right probably the yes. right decision. Yes. It, the Eloise tattoo will be better. Yeah, Hayden basically like shows her all this stuff about Rambo and then Tino comes and interrupts them and I uh, again I will give a little bit of validity to Hayden. Like I think that he's right that Rachel should have said to Tino, "Give me a second. She Give me a second. This guy's dog has cancer. Yeah, I mean, clearly she was like itching to get out of yeah. there. But it's like, wrap it up with him. Say like, I'm really like, thank you for sharing this. You know, like I do feel like some, here's the thing about someone like Rachel. And I say this because it's also true of me. Okay. I feel like she expects other people to be very in tune with what she's feeling, to be very sensitive oh, to like, yeah. this is hurtful to me. Yeah. But then she doesn't seem to extend doesn't that same courtesy. Yeah. yeah. Like, 
I feel like if she had told a story about her dog having uh-huh. cancer and one of the guys had just been like, okay, bye. Yeah, like yeah. she would have gotten, she would have been, uh, got, gone insane. Yeah. But she does that see, to I'm Hayden. very hurt right now. Yeah. yeah. And then she's just like, okay, thanks. See ya. I don't know. I thought Hayden was maybe overreacting a little bit. That was oh, my take. I yeah. agree. I mean... I mean, I get it. Every, but that's that's the nature of this show. Is like you're talking about. You get your one and a half minutes to talk about the deepest trauma in your life, and then it someone is. walks in and is like, "Can I steal you for a second? But um, no, I know you're right. That's also just the show. It's you're the show. right. I mean, you just and like, oh, I'm so hurt. I did my cancer dog thing. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, and it well, is, guess what? Tino's Tino's mom died two weeks before <laughs> he came on the show, and he's still here. So. <laughs> It's not true. It's not true. Well, and that one guy who killed his cousin. Yeah. Got that, that sad tragedy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So then we get a flashback to Hayden saying a bunch of mean shit. And so Meatball pulls Rachel aside. Meatball's like, I got to do it. I got to do it. Meatball style. Meatball's not the hero we deserve, but he's the hero that we Correct. need right now. You know what? Not all heroes wear capes. <laughs> Some douse themselves in marinara sauce. <laughs> Some wear fettuccine noodles. <laughs> Meatball basically pulls a classic move, tells Rachel all about the stuff that Hayden has said. Cliff's Notes version, I mean, Rachel believes Meatball. She says he has no reason to lie, which is true. And she pulls Hayden and is like, yeah. you gots to go. Yeah, well, and but call him Goldie Hawn because he's overboard. You know what uh, Rachel said when, when uh, it was done? Let me walk you out. <laughs> Let me walk you out. Let me walk you out. <laughs> uh, you are the weakest link. Goodbye. Let me walk you out. <laughs> yeah, so, but when she goes to get Hayden too, Hayden's still complaining about Rachel and the cancer dog thing. That's the other yeah. reason I thought he was like. I mean, he's like, I just want to go home to right, Rambo. I just want to see Rambo. Oh my God. And I feel like, you. Go home and see yeah, Rambo. Yeah, go see Rambo. Then, you idiot. Lord. Like, you've already said you don't want to marry either of these women. Yeah, like you, what are you doing yeah, here? Yeah, what is happening? Go home right now? to your dog. Yeah. And Hayden even says, No one has the amount of love I have for Rambo and that Rambo has for me. I'm ready. I'm ready to see Rambo. (laughs) But what he actually meant was he's ready for a reboot of the Rambo movie. (laughs) I'm ready for a new Rambo movie. Rachel collapses on the couch and uh, she's like, it's just so hard. It's just so hard. Um, Roses? Roses. Yeah. So Gabby wears a cloak to the rose ceremony. They both wore cloaks. Oh, okay. I didn't know. I don't know if you noticed. Yeah. Gabby was wearing kind of a dark, deep burgundy. Yeah. Rachel was wearing a. A Clayton style black with like a fur hood. Ooh, I did not. How did I miss that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe I was getting a little tired of this episode. Just a little at this bit. Point. Maybe. Yeah. Um, all right. Okay, Gabby so roses. gives roses to Nate, Eric, Johnny, Michael, and Mario. Right. Rachel gives roses to Avon, Meatball, Zach, Ethan. And then the cliffhanger is is it going to go to Logan or not? She does give a rose to Logan. Yes. Logan does get the rose. Um, and then, uh, yeah, Logan says. I'm on really dangerous waters here. Oh, you're on international waters. <laughs> There's no law out there, actually. You can date nope. as many people as you want. Then uh, Jesse comes in and says, I'm the captain now. <laughs> but Jesse comes in, comes in and says, Je suis le captain. Je suis le capitain. <laughs> um, he says, she gave me a rose and I feel like the bad guy. I feel selfish, but I would be a fool not to accept this rose. And he said, I'm the bad guy. <laughs> he says, if it means I get to talk to Gabby, there's still hope and there's still time. Don't you Maybe. think that now is the time to deal with this issue? Like oh, the quicker. The time to deal with it was like two episodes ago. I know, but like the sooner the better. For right? sure. Like he cannot let, let this be a slow burn. Yes. Yeah. Oh, call him Casey Musgraves because it's a slow burn. You ask me why I love her? Don't give me time. I'll explain. Have you seen a Kansas sunset or an Arizona rain? Have you drifted on a bayou down Louisiana way? Have you watched the cold fog drifting over San Francisco Bay? 
Have you heard of Bob White calling in the Carolina Pines? Or heard the bellow of a diesel in the Appalachia Mines? Does the call of the Niagara thrill you when you hear her waters roar? You look with awe and wonder at her. Massachusetts shore where men who braved a hard new world first stepped on Plymouth Rock. Do you think of them when you stroll along a New York City dock? Have you seen a snowflake drifting in the Rockies way up high? Have you seen the sun come blazing down from a bright Nevada sky? You hail to the Columbia as you rush into the sea or are you headed Gettysburg? struggle to be free? Have you seen the mighty Tetons who watched an eagle soar? Have you seen the Mississippi roll along Missouri's shore? Have you felt a chill at Michigan when on a winter's day her waters rage along the shore in thunderous display? Does the word aloha make you warm? Do you stare in disbelief when you see the surf come roaring in it? Why am I a reef? From Alaska's cold to the Everglades, from the Rio Grande to Maine, my heart cries out, my pulse runs fast, the mind of her domain. You ask me why I love her? I have a million reasons why. My beautiful America, beneath God's wide, wide sky. podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.